1: you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from Hi everybody, welcome to episode uh, 229 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned Please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home! That's right, for everyone I told, we were going live at 8, just kidding, we're going live at 7.16 p.m. Gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> gotcha
0: yeah. guys! We're like Delta Airlines, woo! <laughs>
1: uh, we do, uh, whoa, that music ended abruptly, didn't it? Yeah, I pulled the plug on that amp. Yeah, I what happened there? We yeah. got in trouble, maybe. I don't know. All right, <clears throat> let's remove that from the old studio. Um, we got performance art. Let's go Raptors! Hmm. Yeah, that in reference to Mike's Pistons jersey he's wearing there.
0: Uh, maybe. Well, the Raptors are in the playoffs, and they're they're playing a little uh, Philadelphia. Oh yeah, a little uh, performance art. Uh, Raptors going to get a little healthy here, or are they just going to get swept? Cause it doesn't look good. I don't know. We'll
1: hear from performance art later on. Everybody's favorite topic. Um... <laughs> what's up, Chewy? Chewy? What's going on? No complaints. Mike, there you go. Oh, he's talking about sabatka. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to sabatka later. We did. Uh, we did a poll online to see if uh, we we're actually going to talk about sabatka in today's episode. We'll reveal those results later on. So that may be the extent of our conversation. Um, Curtis thrown out there. He does not like my ampersands. Uh, Red Wings win and uh, threw in their lottery. Made me think something more exciting happened. <laughs> That's how we get ya. It's, uh, it's you. It's thought Maybe,
0: maybe you thought this was it. us announcing our lottery winnings. And this was the yeah. final episode of Red Wings rant. <laughs> um
1: speaking of uh mike uh, click clickbait uh earlier this week that's what they call me
0: mike clickbait click
1: <laughs> earlier this week there was some click clickbait released by uh a, a red wings blog mike that questioned if our captain is to blame oh. for our struggles that's right um uh, <laughs> it was sort of a run a rundown of the news here so we'll do this. Uh, Dylan Larkin was asked if his uh, leadership abilities should come into to question uh, because uh, his press conference after we got beat on Sunday referenced yes. how, uh, you know, the kids can't pretend this is minor league hockey and they don't get candy for doing a good job. No, that's not verbatim. It's somewhere around, along those lines. I thought that was hilarious. But clearly, Larkin is frustrated. Clearly, he knew what we're about to talk about in a second here, uh, that his season was wrapping up. And, um, yeah, so this is my not-so-smooth transition by going from us kind of talking about clickbait on our thumbnail, and now we're going to talk about uh, some clickbaity article where they were asking if Larkin should lose his captaincy. Um, Clearly not. Clearly, Larkin is our MVP. But, uh, Mike, we're going to be without the MVP. There we go. I finally came to the point uh, without our MVP for the rest of the year.
0: Can I Can I throw the whole quote out there? Oh, you have uh, it? Yeah, it's uh, not the most cohesive English, but he says, someone can't push you out the door like it's minors hockey and give you candy after the game. You have to take pride in this. Uh, I feel like if you have man, at first glance, if you have complaints with what he said, uh, you're, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast.
1: That's true, yeah. I, I, uh, I, uh, I
0: think needs had, needs to be said. Uh, I have zero issues with that. Any of that. Any of that phrase.
1: Yeah, I mean, Larkin's a high effort guy, and there's a lot of skill. You get those MVP for the Red Wings numbers. He, he passes the advanced analytics, the eyeball test. He passes everything, so you get those votes. That I'm sure when the Red Wings announce their MVP for the season which I don't know how official that really is, but when they do, it'll yeah. be Dylan. And there's a reason for that. Cause he leads by example. And I like to think now this is a great example of him leading by his words. Um, I don't want to get too deep into this cause this is old news now. And we should have talked about it on Sunday, but I didn't listen to the press conference, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was proud of him. I, I love those. I love that statement. I, I think, uh, if anything, you could say it rang true. And, uh, you know, despite Steve Eiserman doing his part for the tank and shutting down Larkin for the rest of the season and teasing that Nadalcovich might be done too. And yeah, the Red Wings went ahead and ruined that and beat the Tampa Bay lightning Mike and a hell of a game winning four to three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stunning. Was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to say I was floored by this, especially at one point having it be three to one. Um, yeah. It's uh it felt it felt good, but then you start to, you know, then as we'll get into this episode, we'll get deeper into this conversation. You take a look at the standings, it doesn't feel quite as good anymore when you see that we were making some ground at Buffalo, making some ground at Ottawa. Ground be gone. Uh but anyway, I'm sure a lot of people aren't gonna share the same sentiments that I'm gonna put out there. But yeah, what it was it was a fun game to watch. Um the first period, I think we lucked out coming out of that. Nothing, nothing. And then the second period, we just kind of seemed to, uh, as as Jeff has let us know, you can't do as a hockey team, Mike. Um, the Red Wings just flipped the switch and turned it on and, and threw three goals in the back of the net. Um, also, yeah. uh, Sonny scored again. Uh, should point out, too, that that second period. Was such a flip of the switch? Uh, we got uh, Prashanth telling us that that 20 second difference between goals, and uh, we're talking Tampa's goal to Sonny's goal, was the fastest turnaround the Red Wings have had all year. Completely shutting down Tampa's momentum and turning quite a bit on themselves. Uh, so for a game where uh, I joked before it even started, I was a no rush uh, to get my kids to bed because I figured I don't want to I, I don't want to rush make my kids angry and go watch this blowout um no i was uh, you know i was wrong shut we shut him down and and it was it was something mike i think we've grown accustomed to in the third period um the letdown right yeah losing big leads losing small leads losing any lead in the third period but we shut him down Gryce did a great job shutting them down. I thought Verona's goal for us to to get the win on it. Uh, that four to three goal was just so out of character for the Red Wings for what they've become these last three to four seasons. I just would have never guessed. I would have figured three to three. Here comes Tampa Bay for the next goal. But no, uh, you've got that lightning in a bottle. You've got that elite goal scoring from Verona. You take the lead, walk away with a win. Um, we do have highlights we want to talk about, but we also have a bunch of comments to take a look at. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, you want to throw those in there real quick?
1: Yeah. Uh, Let's jump back. Uh, Performance art thrown out there. I don't normally agree with uh, Darren McCarty, but his response to Twitter hating on Larkin was hilarious, which, uh, Mike, I think I shared it with you, actually. Um, So it might be quicker for me to... Oh, is it a direct comment
0: to Prashanth?
1: Yeah, because he, I don't think he quite understood what Persanth was doing uh <laughs> if uh what does he say I'll, that's, I'll, pretty I'll on, uh, that's pretty on it's pretty on brand for uh shit out of your mouth for being stupid uh but it was pretty much percent making a joke because he he brought up the uh uh advanced analytics there to show every player on the team uh yeah. it might have been a war measurement um I can't remember actually off the top of my head uh what he was measuring, but it was like far and away Uh, Larkin was the most productive player on the team. And so Prashant said, this is, I I need to find a scapegoat for this crappy season. So he pulls up this bar chart and shows Larkin doubling up the the second best player on the team and says, there he is. Uh, So uh, Derek (laughs) McCarty came in and said, you know, I'll slap the shit out of your mouth for being stupid. And uh, I think then Prashant, is what I shared with you, had to explain. Yeah, McCarty,
0: stuff. not uh, not one to pick up on subtlety.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, if you guys go back and watch our episode um, with Darren McCarty, you can kind of see we had those same struggles with Darren.
0: <laughs> if you've ever gotten face-to-face with the exhaust pipe of a Harley Davidson and tried to have a debate with it, that's a lot <laughs> like what it's the experience of talking to McCarty is. So it's just kind of a lose-lose for you and the – um exhaust um yeah i that's madness i don't know why it's <laughs> you just don't watch the games if you think that larkin is is to blame i mean he's the heart and soul of this team i there's there's nothing new to be said about that uh um, yeah. like what an integral party is uh the only new thing to say about that is uh that we won without him and now it's all about verona yeah, I like
1: uh, Silver 3344s here. I, I well, love are this. you reading the show I, notes? That's literally I, our next topic, sir. Although, well, no, his, his line here is
0: I wonderful.
1: I Verana Believe. Yeah. Um, now, that is... Let's 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 dissect this, Mike. So yeah. If we made a t-shirt that said I Verana Believe, clearly Silver gets some, some money back for it. But does this call into question you... Believing that Verana is an elite goal scorer because it's kind of like I Verana believe, but you know what? I mean? Like that was my second thought. First, Silver, I absolutely. I fell think in love it's with this more about like
0: life. the Red Wings have been in the doldrums for so long, and there's there's one man, one lighthouse in the <laughs> darkness that's going to lead us safely yeah. to shore into the playoffs again, and I Verana believe it's Jakub who's going to bring us there, man. One um, phrase, one symbol, one push to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, performance art. I made a bet that Verano would end up with 15 goals. I could be right, big
0: money. Well, you got it for, uh, what is it, Quick, was it quickest to 20 as a Red Wing? Me? Yeah, did you have that queued up?
1: Oh, I thought you, you were saying that I bet on it. Um. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Yeah, we've got that. Sorry, no, that went right over my head. Uh, this is 20, 20 goals in thirty-two games total with the franchise. Uh, so this is the fewest games 220 twenty goals for for all time. Verana hits that mark. Uh, thirty-two games again. Uh, t- well, I guess we we should say tying Danny Grant, uh, Paul McLean, thirty-three, Steve Eiserman, thirty-four, Frank. Mal 37. That's right. Cla- classic Frank there. Getting those, whipping those pucks in the back of the net. We love yep. our Frank Mal
0: Stat boy Frank. That's what we call him.
1: <laughs> but, Mike, uh, I think, hey, let's answer that question, Mike. Uh, elite goal scorer here, Ferrana.
0: Elite goal scorer. We've seen uh, a whole bunch of scoring styles um, on the Red Wings, right? Yeah. Um, We've seen goofs like uh Holmstrom, you know, you could shoot pucks off of his head and he would get credit for them. Um, you know, we've seen like, you know, Brett Hall's kind of come in with the big slapper, but I, man, I feel like you got to look really hard to find somebody with that kind of wrist shot, like Verona. Cause it's, it's just lightning. Uh, you know, no pun intended here. Um, it, it just feels like it could come at any time. Uh, it's, it's, if anybody out there's a WWE fan, it's he's literally the Randy Orton of the Detroit Red Wings because that wrist just that wrist shot just comes out of nowhere, that RKO out of nowhere. Woo!
1: Yeah, um, that, one, that one's a butte too. Like this is, this is it. Like this is the snipe. This is the I, I, he's leaning into this, you know, planting this shot. So of course
0: we're looking at the uh, the first uh, Verona goal and um i mean he's got the velocity on it it seems like he hits it from any angle but it's that release where it just feels like instantly from anywhere he can just you know snap one off for a goal (laughs) snap one off that used to be
1: one of our old when we were kids that was a that was a fart that's right i like like snapping them off yeah uh i can't believe i just said that all right uh chewy throw it out there laser accuracy um absolutely I mean, that's, that's it, right? The pinpoint accuracy is like this, this thing that I feel like we've been sold on it a couple of times, Mike, over the years that we were, that we had drafted that or that it was coming up in the ranks for, uh, you know, our prospects, but this is, this is that first time I think we get to, we actually get to see it and experience it. And, um, I mean, we've got, we've got one more replay here. That's, uh, that's going to show off not just that shot. Um, so we'll pull this up in a second here. Let's hit and share screen. Let's see. Mike, make sure to call me out when I uh Don't you know, see it yet. Forget to do there it, it is. and start talking about it. All right. So <clears throat> this one's amazing because this is this is gonna be Verona reading this play. Oh no, there's sound. Uh reading this play to get the steal. Oh shoot. Uh my replay is <laughs> my repay my replay starts um right after that. So let's <laughs> back up a little bit here. Uh, I think this is the one that has uh, the full replay. So this is what you want to. This is what you want to see. Like this is this is where it's it's just too beautiful. Um, because what you want to watch here are Verona's eyes. Because I think if we pulled up the advanced analytics for Verona, I think we might actually even have that. No, I don't have it right. You know, um, we could look at his wrap em chart, which is going to show. Uh, compared to the rest of the league we have uh, we've shown these charts before if you guys are listening to the podcast basically uh, for you to visualize it you have these blue bars uh, that say that you're in the top half of the league and red bars and the more deep red they get uh, you're in the bottom half of the league closer to the bottom of the league and it's going to measure your goals for your expected goals for Corsi and expected goals against and everything that is Corsi against, expected goals against, is deep red for Verona. Yeah. Very deep red. Yeah. But this is something here where if we're trying to figure out if there's some hope, right? I mean, and we're talking about seasons of data, multiple seasons. So we're not saying, like, we've seen once or twice that Verona has had some miscues. What we're talking about is (laughs) multiple seasons, collections of data that show that Verana, when he's on the ice, there's more. It's more likely that the team's going to get a shot on that. But here we go with uh, I don't know. Maybe we should introduce this as uh, the game after Larkin ripped his teammates to shreds. Who knows? Mike, maybe after Larkin's leadership was called uh, into question, maybe we should start pointing that maybe out. Maybe somebody
0: offered them that bag of candy, and they said, "Not today."
1: Verano was gonna get—he's—he was told if you steal the puck, you're getting a candy after the game. Um, <laughs> but if we—we we should probably play this in real time, uh, so that you can watch Verano read this play and go get himself a puck. Boop, boop. <laughs> Absolutely, school and Sergeyev on that. And then he just puts it in the back of the net. I, uh, Mike, I can't tell you the last time that we've had a guy that's going to go for a breakaway like this or go on a rush, and you can sit on the edge of your seat and just be like,
0: "Oh, well,
1: here comes a goal!" Like it's Verona on the break. Like, of course, it's going to be a goal. But uh, if my man starts doing these Datsuki and steals like this, uh, we're, I mean, look at how he's reading this. Like he saw he. It's like he recognized what was going down with this play. Like, he could not get away, and that might be point, uh, could not get away from him faster to go get Sergachev and make this play because he he knew that this was going to be his opportunity to go down and, and put one in the back of the net. Just good eyes. Uh, and, again, since we can look at Verona, look at years of analytics and say, okay, if there's a part of his game that needs to improve, it's the defensive side. But we can watch this play and be like, uh, well, I mean, two things. Right. We know he has a great shot, so we're okay with some of the defensive yeah. lapses. But mm-hmm. here's where Verona makes his defensive game yeah. choices work.
0: Yeah, I uh definitely on the coattails of that analysis, Matt, because you know, as a as a fan, it's it's really fun to watch an exciting goal like that, you know. Um, watching a highly skilled guy get to bust out that again, that that power wrist move. But um for the hockey nerds and I imagine the people on this, sh- you know, audience count themselves in that in that bucket um it's very encouraging like you said to um see him you know generate a break because he did something um defensively you know to get to that point where he could make that um you know offensive burst and eventually score and cash in on that uh defensive um, awareness so yeah it's i know Matt, this, this game it, it stinks for our, our ultimate goal to improve our ping pong odds, our uh, lottery yeah. odds. But man, it 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 just uh it just feels good. You know, to feel like man, maybe this Verona guy's really, really gonna come around next season. Not only score, but man, if he can start stacking up more plays like this. Um, like you said with the the deep cut stuff that I like to refer to. Um You know, maybe, maybe not have it red. Maybe, maybe make it pink, maybe like a light pink. You know, I'm not saying he's got to be, you know, Datsuk defensively, but at least not be, you know, a a Canyon of ineptitude. Um, So plays like this, at least looks like it's starting to get us on the good side a little bit, but did we have any other uh, comments come in too? Oh,
1: yeah. There's a ton of comments. I'll, uh, here, I'll actually pull this up so everybody can see it too. Uh, but this is, this is the chart we're talking about. Um, this is where we're measuring oh, goals for per 60 expected goals for per 60 e. Uh Both be sides. Be- yeah. Right. It uh, could be better is, is definitely an understatement there. Uh, but that's I mean, those, that that's it, right? Like if, if that's the trade off, right. I, I think are, are we willing to go for that? uh is going to go for that type of steel and run it in for a goal every now and then. I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. Uh, ace fishing. Sorry my man, we did go super early. Um, just our schedule's lined up. Usually eight o'clock's better. I do apologize. Um, Antonio thrown out there, great game to win. I, I would argue that, Antonio, till my, my dying breath, until we we end up with <laughs> what? Right now it looks like pick eleven. But I, yeah. I do agree. It was fun to at least watch a win. Um Silver thrown out there. Zadina is more physical in this game than I've seen him all year. He plays with uh, way more confidence next to Varana. Now, I saw this last night too, and it was uh, stated by one of our buddies on uh, on social media, Devin uh, Little, who's uh, been featured on our show before, and I I heard that, and I I guess from the perspective of like what we've been talking about all year i i was under the impression that we're all in agreement that the effort from zadina was there it just seemed like the shots were off and he also wasn't playing with a guy who could finish so i silver i playing more physical definitely the confidence i feel like um has increased significantly I just, I, I, also want to throw out there. I feel like Zadina's had an okay game that he's been throwing out, and I brought up Zadina's RAPM chart to kind of illustrate his expected goals four per sixty. His cor- Corsi four per sixty. Of course, he's he's on the top of the Red Wings numbers uh, for the entire season. I, I would just say this might be everything we've been asking for all season, right? Like. How long have we been asking, Mike? I mean, we we came up with our list of like things we want to see before the season ends, and that was like a couple weeks ago. And I think even our photo, our thumbnail for that episode was Zadina and Verana holding each other, hugging after a goal. Holding. No, they weren't yeah. hugging. They were holding each other. <laughs> holding each other after a goal. And I don't know. Does this, this just kind of feels like we all knew it was coming, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's definitely due to... Uh... You know we'll have chemistry with each other um i just uh i i wish i, I can't wait to ha- i can't wait to have a larger sample size um because i feel like we keep getting uh cheated whether we're getting verona at the end of a season or you know verona's injured so again we're getting him at the end of a season um <laughs> but hopefully um you know these guys can kind of wrap up you know this season playing together um you know get some time in the off season you know hang out you know uh keep uh again adding that chemistry do something in the preseason and make my god maybe both be healthy next year um and then for zadina's sake uh hopefully can get some goals here um especially since he's you know not that far removed from having to be part of negotiations so um i agree zadina was it it was silver yeah um yeah zadina has looked more physical more confident um just hope he can uh for his own sake, um, you know, also start being a little more, you know, productive. Um, I I you know, we know what a young man he is, and you know, people can kind of, you know, come at their own pace and arrive at their own pace and hopefully it can be sooner. So this guy can start <laughs> making some money and the Red Wings can start winning some games with him.
1: Yeah, I think Ace is right there with you. He's not fully sold on Zadina. I want to see him uh, score more without being attached to the hip of Verano, which is which is a great point. I think it's still right. worth the question, like could Zadina produce more with a guy like Verana on his line? And and clearly Verana made a play where he didn't need anybody on his line. He, he just went ahead and stole the puck and, and throws it in the back of the net. And most often that's what you're going to see. But um, I think we need to see some some prolonged production from Zadina. But I think it, it's at least fair to say, okay, we see the production after a couple of games of these guys playing together. We see some production and we saw – some production last year. Um, And again, I think our show we've, we've hung pretty hard on the fact that Zadina really only assisted on two goals last year, but from an expected goals for perspective, they looked good together. Like they were putting more chances on the opponent than the opponent was, was putting back. So there was that when those guys were playing together. And that's something that as we just showed with Farana's numbers over the last three years of his career, and then with Zadina's numbers, that's been an issue. But when they play together, defensively and offensively, uh, they make out. They're they're more productive. But to the point of Zidane only assisting on a couple of points or a couple of goals on Verona last year, and again to the point of Verona can just pretty much throw it in the back of the net, whatever, we haven't necessarily fixed anything with Zidane. We just kind of like the eyeball test right now, I think. Um, but, yeah, from the actual – stat like we're getting away from expected and we're playing the goals for a game yeah wrap them chart is still pretty
0: accurate (laughs) you know what i'll say ace and it's something that i need to think about um a little bit more frequently too is besides the um obviously he's played better with verano i would look pretty good with verano there might be a puck that accidentally goes off me and i get an assist but um like Matt Matt pulling the ch- the charts up there for the expected goals. If if you saw that Iserman was, um, you know, potentially eyeballing, uh, let's say a twenty two year old former first round pick who went sixth overall and he's got sixty points in one hundred and sixty games, um, and he's got really good defensive numbers and his expected goals are good. He just hasn't started scoring yet. You'd probably be pretty happy if Iserman acquired. But this 22-year-old. But, I mean, those stats are Zadina. So I think that we might get frustrated because we're there for every single growing pain. Um, and Iserman's probably frustrated because he's going to end up paying this guy something. even He hasn't quite shown the calls yet. Um, but we still have so much time in this young man's career to, uh, you know, give him that room to develop. Um, so it's definitely something I'm, you know, I, I get impatient, you know, as a as a fan and a viewer. Um, but there's still so much promise. There's still a lot of good things and man, he's almost, I would be shocked if he wasn't a Red Wing next season, man. Hockey fans feel the action on the ice like
1: never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup for eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and over? Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I, uh, we do, we've got to give a shout out to Dan who's pointing out the obvious and I can't believe we missed it, Mike. Red Maybe. Wings beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course. Better without Larkin confirmed. Thanks, Dan. We just. Larkin looked. on
0: the block, baby. Woo! <laughs> uh,
1: for anybody on the podcast, Dan threw a laugh emoji at the end there. Uh, an ace threw out there too. He saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, uh, it's, it's all in good fun. Uh, Ricky Mercer thrown out there. Valeno hung it out with the best of them on the first line. Proud of that guy. And he throws out there on his next comment. Uh, he's expected to be in Grand Rapids for another full season this year. And he's accomplished a lot for being with uh, the team, playing a role and learning what the NHL is about. Um, I think valeno's shown enough to have those little sparks here and there that, um, we know there's, there's going to be some opportunity for him in the next couple of years. And it, that I, I, I have all the confidence in the world that uh, whatever's going on with his, uh, his future contracts after two years uh, is, is uh, what do I want to say? I think we're, I, I, I don't think we have to worry about him being gone in a couple of years. I think we've seen enough that the opportunities are going to still come in. And I think he's got a role that can definitely develop in the bottom six, regardless um, but yeah, I do, I do think that it would be pretty accurate right now to state that if we were still looking at Valeno is like, that is your top six center, uh, to get this team moving forward. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that ship has sailed, but I mean, Valeno has enough skill and ability, uh, to make things work in that bottom six. And if we pulled up his wrap em chart, um, I don't know how thrilled everybody's, <laughs> everybody's going to be, um, who is, who is a huge Valeno fan because it's, it's not pretty, but we do have some excuses we can toss in there. So, um, here's what it looks like. This is kind of the Mm -hmm. opposite of your Zadina chart. This is deep red for the podcast listeners, um, for expected goals for and Corsi four per 60, but those defensive numbers are looking pretty good. So when I say we've got some excuses to throw in there, Mike, um, He's been on the bottom six like most of the season. So his time on ice starts in the defensive zone most of the time. So that that's that's your game you're playing right there. And if you want to play the, well, there's this is expected goals for per 60, that's where you say, well, he starts in the defensive zone. So he's starting at a deficit. If anything, those opportunities for him to put more pucks on net are already working against him. One of the things that I think works against uh, expected goals for per 60. Uh, it's one of the deficiencies in it. When you have a role to play on the team that is primarily starting in the defensive zone, it really has no way to account for that. So always something to uh, to keep in mind there, ladies and gentlemen, when you're looking at your expected goals for per 60s. But uh, yeah, like it doesn't look beautiful. I mean, I do like that red color. So the red's nice, but it uh, doesn't look beautiful here. But um Yeah, I mean for the
0: role that they're asking him to do. Exactly. He's 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 accomplishing that. We're asking you to play defense. No, you're not scoring a lot of goals. We'd like you to. We're not gonna be mad if you do, but we're not asking you to. Um so I, I you can't you can't you can't give up. It's too early. Um you, you can't be uh too excited uh, about what it looks like offensively. Um but this season is just a, you know, big reminder of you know how important it is to you know, eat your vegetables and meal prep. And it might be boring, and it might not have uh, white ranch like the new fry meal at Taco Bell. But you know what? It's nutrition, and it'll pay off in the long run.
1: Yeah, and I I think uh, ultimately too what, uh, what I mentioned before with him. Looking pretty good, uh, pretty solid as uh, getting a role in the bottom six moving forward. So I, I, I think I was trying to make reference to the fact that he's got his contract this year and contract next year, and I think he'll be a very affordable <laughs> option moving forward. Uh, so that's that's kind of where you want to hang your hat for the future of Joe Verlano. Uh, Derek Hands here. What's going on, Derek? Um, I do I do like this point only because I, I kind of like where the conversation went with it. Uh, how many line combos did Joe get this year? It's not easy for a young guy to make an impact when chemistry is in constant flux. Um, that is a good point, uh, but Ace does point out too uh, that everyone except for Larkin and Raymond have kind of floated through the lineup. So <clears throat> I think what I want to land on there with Curtis, that that is a great point. Like For a guy like Joe Valeno, you don't want that to be the situation. But I also kind of don't like that like as, as, um, I'm going to use the word, so excuse me, but as an excuse for some of these guys, because I, I think it is part of hockey to ask them to kind of work things out throughout the lineup, um, and make things work when things have to change. So I don't think, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to hang my head on that yet to say, like, if if we're going to look at his development and just say, well, he hasn't played with the same guy because, we're also asking that Zadina does play with Verona. And then on the same side, we're also going like, well, we also want to make sure Zadina can have success without just latching himself onto Verona assists. So I just want to make sure that, you know, we we kind of look at this and and we're not talking out of both sides of our mouth for certain guys. And then for other guys, we want to make sure that they have a set path and some guys, uh, you know, do need to mix it up and they need to show that they can be successful when it is mixed up like that. Um, but I mean, I I would just say, I think it's a good point, Curtis, but I I also, I don't know. I feel like we come up with that excuse a lot for some of our young guys. And I, I, I like, I like to think that they can get past that. I I like to think that, especially with a guy who would want to be called up from Grand Rapids to Detroit, that he couldn't just say, well, I'm not going to score. I'm used to these guys in Grand Rapids. Um. So that's that's kind of where I get frustrated with that. And I get yeah, I, I, maybe I think, not frustrated with you bringing it up, Curtis, but I get frustrated with it being like a regular argument for somebody's development being stunted, because I, I think it's an OK ask for these professional athletes. Um, or I shouldn't say it like that. That sounds like I'm demeaning it, but I, I think it's OK yeah. to ask these guys like you've got to you've got to be flexible. You've got to be able to mix this up and find your game.
0: Yeah, do I think that, um, you know, maybe it would be easier for him to score if he was playing with guys that he, you know, was comfortable with and he kind of knew their habits and he kind of knew where they wanted to be on the ice and he knew how to get the puck to those guys when they were in their spots? Yeah, probably would be easier. He probably would have more points. Um, But I just don't think he's – and it's, not, it's almost no fault of his own. It's just that, like, with the role that we need you to do, like, right now your skill is not developed enough yet for you to be, you know, necessarily, you know, getting 20 minutes a game playing with our top scoring line because you're just, you're just not there yet. So I want to get you an NHL job, and the way I can get you an NHL job is we can lean on how good you are defensively. With that territory, you know, you're going to be in and out of the lineup with guys who, you know, are also... Still, kind of more of in a developmental phase. So, man, I think you're. I kind of agree with you there that it comes with the territory. I can get you an NHL job, but because we're asking you to do something else, you're going to have to kind of take the initiative there, right? I, I can't, I can't just guarantee that I'm going to have the same lineups for you. So it's, it is going to be tough, right? I'm sure Valeno didn't ask for that. It would be a lot easier if he had the same line mates to get used to their spots, but. You know, maybe another year or two of development, then he can start to get a line together and start moving up and earning more minutes. But not yet. What? Yeah, Curtis called himself
1: out here. He's like, "That's it. I'm being banned for life." Absolutely, Curtis. Uh, I'm sorry. Um If you could sign off, that'd be great. No, I'm just kidding. Curtis, I love Curtis you, man. Because he's got yeah. the best thumbnail in the business. Exactly. Look at that suit. He's snapping. Okay, let's fucking sharp. Dude. I know. No, we can't, Curtis. You can't go because you add class to this. <laughs> You've yeah. had class and sophistication. Most of us are in
0: sweatshirts and pajamas. You're the only one dressed up for the event. <laughs> yeah, we got to move on to uh, some of our prospects here. Yeah, good, good news.
1: Guy. William Wallander, named Sweden's Junior Player of the Year. Um, I, I like <laughs> this. Is This is just a cute little quote. William is a highly talented defender, a good skater who likes to join in the offensive game. Um, quote made by, who knows? um maybe just from that article sweet swedish hockey.se but i I just thought that ice hockey Gifts posted that and when i saw that earlier today i was like all right whoever that was um worth mentioning uh other sweet uh how do i want to say this sweden's junior player of the year other winners of the junior player of the year in the uh in sweden rasmus dalin some of you would probably laugh at that. I, I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, Victor Hedman and Cronwell. So I, I, I think this is something we could be pretty psyched about for Wallander. And um, this is something, too, that was pointed out online. A before and after December 9th, 2021. This is kind of like before and after Wallander getting snubbed for the uh, world tourney. So he gets snubbed for the world tourney and gets more ice time because of it. And he goes from before uh, December 29th, is 21 games played, uh, just under 12 minutes of ice time, to after December 9th, these are 35 games played, 19 minutes a night. And at the junior level, you're right there fighting for that uh, top spot. And you got to see, too, on this chart, if you guys are are, are not um, watching um if you guys are listening to the podcast, geez, that was so hard to, to get out of my mouth. Uh, you can kind of see that at the end of this chart, for everyone that is that is watching, you can see it. He's he's hitting that that top pair numbers, right? Like he's jumping over those 20 minutes a night a couple of times. So this is something for, for Wallander. Uh, my man took that opportunity where he doesn't go to the World Tourneys. And he goes, all right, well, I'm just going to start showing my stuff. And he knocks it out of the park. And th- this is something where we're all excited to see Edmondson. Um, I think we were all kind of, <sighs> I don't know. You-, you wanted you wanted to see Wallander, like, kind of take more steps the year before. But this is definitely that step that we-, we wanted to see last year. I think we're really happy to see it now. And he's getting recognized, uh, I-, I guess, across Sweden is what we could say. But uh, playing for Rogel, just like uh, Moritz Sider was a year ago. And he, he's a guy, Mike, you just said it with Joe Valeno. He struggled to get his minutes before they gave him the opportunity and they could only keep increasing his minutes because of what he was able to do when they put him on the ice. Um, So this is a guy that not to say that Joe Valeno doesn't do that because we also spent part of that conversation talking about what a great job he does (laughs) defensively. So we're not running Joe Valeno into the ground. But uh, just to continue the point of Wallander getting that spot, and we have another guy. I think to you know Joe Valeno's credit to Isabmin's ability to kind of see the type of humans he's drafting, we have another yeah. guy that's going to take advantage of those opportunities and just absolutely destroy with them.
0: I uh, I'm not I'm not going to be upset that Wallander won. That's pretty cool. Uh, but I did want to share a few more fun <laughs> names from this list, though, man. Yeah. One that makes you feel good. There's Victor Hedman, which uh, you know we're familiar with his work in Tampa Bay. Um, a couple guys won back-to-back years: Nicholas Backstrom and Alexander Steen. <sighs> Matt in 1999, Daniel Sedin won the award. In 2000, Henrik Sedin won the award.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Matt, probably the scariest one in the list. Hope you're buckled in. Former Detroit Red Wing. <laughs> Anders Ericsson. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, so, hopefully it turns out a little more like Cronwall and a little less <laughs> like Eriksson. But just be buckled in. Uh, the, the The winners are kind of all over the map. Really, there's some really excellent players who won. But, uh, yeah, just a couple that make you kind of, just uh, double-check that list and wonder what the criteria was. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for, for William, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all, all good news. Uh, I
1: think, I think that definitely was, was worth, uh, bringing up and, and we could, we could kind of cap this off too. Um, uh, for Rogel, uh, he's going to end up with, uh, 19 points in, in 47 games. Um, not hundred percent sure if he's still rolling through the playoffs right now, but, uh, I'll, I'll thumbs up for, uh, for Wallander. Uh, Mike, also, I didn't mean to hit next, but, uh, more SHL news. Uh, the Frolunda Indians, no more. Uh, hey. The logo and the mascot that made no sense um, is no more. Especially considering, you know, they're from Sweden, so it just had it just made no sense that they w- w- would have a team called the Indians. Um, I mean, you know, clearly the end of those logos uh. Uh, are here, and and we're happy about that. But it just made even less sense for Sweden to have a team called the.
0: So now the logo is, the white um, keys of a piano and half of Van Halen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really, I that was the first thing I saw was was Van Halen on that one. Now let's, I got I got to look this up because I, I want to see do we have, Rolanda Hockey Club and then it says I, I'm gonna say
0: Goldteborg. Um... I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I liked how you pronounced it.
1: <laughs> I, I, uh, I I took some liberties there and kind of went. Uh, nobody hate me for saying this. I went Swedish chef on that one. Oh, um, no. <laughs> that, was, that was my influence. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out, like, do we have a new, it's like a new animal or something? Is there? It's just, yeah, we're just celebrating Van Halen now. I don't mind it. I love Van Halen. Yeah, me too. Maybe it's like Rusty. a deer. Kind of looks like a deer, doesn't it? Um, I wouldn't have guessed deer.
0: No? Uh,
1: um Maybe not, not outright. Maybe
0: like a little fox or
1: something, like a little fox yeah. face. Yeah, something. I like that. Fox is pretty cute. The Gothenburg of uh, Frolanda Foxes. Uh Ketzel thrown out there. Hey, Ketzel, yeah, Yeah. Um, Oh, we missed this. Uh, we have to back up a little bit.
0: Uh, Wallander is going to be
1: paired with the Kaiser cool. uh, to really test his talent.
0: I think um, they're going to be testing his patience if that's what's going on.
1: Well, he's he's on the left side, so we won't have to worry about that. He'll be he'll be replacing the Kaiser. So well, oh, get... they'll find a
0: way to have two left sides, man. <laughs> okay, oh, like this, this is a really angry seat. seagull. <laughs>
1: Uh, we did get a correction, by the way, on uh, pronouncing William. William volander Yes, <laughs> from Silver, thrown out there. William volander Silver. Um, I like that. Uh, what else we got here?
0: Well, I know we had some uh, some tea we were going to spill. Um...
1: Oh, that's right. We got to talk. We got to go back to our Twitter account because uh, I, I did a vote. Um, I wanted to see if we actually had to talk about this tonight. <sighs> and it won. I said, it uh, won? honestly, I don't want to, but should we discuss PP in the workplace? And uh, you had 36% of the vote and yum had 63% of the vote. Wow. So, uh, Mike, the
0: people have spoken.
1: We're going to do it. We're going to talk about a good old Zamboni driver named Al Sabatka. Um, I don't know how deep we can really go into this, Mike. Um, is pulling out your ding dong at work allowed?
0: Well, no? that, the, uh, alleged infraction <laughs> occurred on February 2nd when a fellow male employee found Sabatka urinating into a drain in the region of Garage after cleaning the ice rink.
1: Does not matter that he was male? I, I still, I talked about this. I do like- feel better
0: that it was male. Just. It shouldn't matter, but I feel a little bit better.
1: I know. I know what you're saying. I was talking about this earlier with our with our father. Um, but I was like, I mean, who cares if it was a dude? Like, you don't whip out your ding-dong at work. There's, that's That's like the main rule. That's one of the main rules, I like to think, at any workplace. And they don't even have to write it.
0: Well, we for the next episode no on no. Sunday, we're going to have to talk about this issue one more time because we need your wife to weigh in, who is a <laughs> wonderful physician. And allegedly, Sabatka has been diagnosed with a benign prostatic hypertrophy, which causes frequent and uncontrollable uh, needs to go pee-pee.
1: It's so hard not to just start joking about so apparently he was like...
0: peeing between two Zambonis, and he was seen by another boy. So,
1: Al finishes up an, an ice resurfacing routine, right? Because the Zamboni's an ice resurfacer, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that didn't know that. Can I add, hold
0: on, I want to add another detail. So, Sabaka, according to his lawsuit, experienced an uncontrollable urge to go pee-pee. Right. The nearest <clears throat> pee-pee facility was... Sixty to seventy feet away. So wait, instead of walking, wait,
1: wait. Sixty to in, seventy
0: feet. This is detailed
1: in the legal proceedings, in the legal documents. They yeah,
0: the lawsuit really is died. out there. So instead of um, and thank you to Police um, <laughs> Saint James who is um, went through the the lawsuit for us. On on facility, the nearest facility sixty to seventy feet away. Sabatka so dropped his pants and peed into a sewer. Uh, because I mean, it's all pipes anyway. The area is closed to the public. Access is limited to an all-male ice crew, which I again <laughs> that it. part does not make me feel better. <laughs> the first part did. This
1: part does not. Oh, good. Oh, uh, it's all dudes. All right, I can whip out my ding dong. No, you <laughs> still you can't do it. Um, some of the comments here. Um. <laughs> Ace says, Why would a co worker tell it's guy code?
0: Um, yeah, I'm I don't waiting, know, I Ace, think... you know, I'm waiting for that testimony. Ace, you and I are on the same page, I think, two or three times today. Why would the co worker sky code? Yeah, I mean, unless he was like whipping his ding dong around like an octopus, I don't know why we were. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Unless he was, you know, you know, getting rowdy with the boys and Octopus and his ding dong around. I don't know why. (laughs) Because I I feel like, you know, you work with the same people all the time. This guy has been working here for, you know, 50 years or something. Um, Nobody else knew that he had to go pee pee all the time. So I wonder if we're going to learn this was like a weird, you know, and I don't I don't want to do hypotheticals. I just, I don't know why he got caught once doing this. So either it's a bunch of times and somebody finally said, all right, I've seen enough of this guy wiggle in his ding dong. I want him out. <laughs> I don't know, but it just, as a one-off, are we, do we think it's a little much for him to be removed from his job or no? I think I'm going to stick
1: with what I said first. You, you don't pull out your ding dong at work. It's it... <laughs> You you get fired for pulling out your ding dong at work, Mike.
0: I feel like while this is a boys' club, you can't do it at work, right? You. Yes, you
1: can't pull out. I'm sorry, guys. Guy code be damned. You you don't pull out your ding dong at work. <laughs> this is the long and short of it. That is you the know, long and short of it, Mike. Guys,
0: we are learning. Matt has yeah. never had a Planet Fitness membership because <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Polls are ding dong out constantly.
1: I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with that. I don't know what that's in My reference
0: Planet to. My Planet Fitness guys, I know what I'm talking about. They've seen a few ding-dongs in their life. Just You know, you just want to use the elliptical for 20 minutes. And so there's an naked? octopus. Yeah, there's octopuses flailing all over the ice, man.
1: I, see, now I have no idea what this is in reference to. I, I can't make the connection on the It's two. people
0: using the locker room. Oh. But that's a locker
1: room. This is the Zamboni
0: room. Who's looking between the two Zambonis? It's
1: not the Zamboni room, it's Little Caesar's Arena. (laughs) Uh, There's a huge difference. Come on. Well, my favorite thing that's happened so far in the comments was Ketzel said, Yum (laughs) one.
0: So, yeah, I guess we got to ask the people, right? Uh, I want to get the consensus of the the listeners and the viewers. Do you guys think this was okay, or do you think that I don't? No. One, you get you get caught no. once i'm sorry and that's it.
1: listeners we we've there's a there's a stance that the show is taken and if I'm you excited. have an
0: absolute emergency and you just oh my god and you just like you're shaking and you're crying and you're like i'm so sorry i can't help it ah! and you're just screaming and peeing <laughs> is that a fireable offense
1: i don't think that was the situation to be
0: honest we don't i don't know. think that i don't think that my uh obnoxious tale that had you pop out of the screen about him octopusing i don't think he was doing that i also i i don't know man i kind of devil's advocate if it was a one-off and he's he's got a medical medical (laughs) condition
1: fat man says maybe 20 years ago you could take a quick pee (laughs) hey 20 years ago you could whip your dick down you could uh, at Joe Louis Arena, there were pipes everywhere you could pee into. <laughs> you know,
0: unlight uh, man... late
1: on their delivery. Yeah, you gotta clean those pipes. Um, <laughs> yeah, fat of course, fat man, you can't do it nowadays. That's for sure. Um, I again, I like Fat
0: I... Man's comment because it it feels like right afterwards, it should have said that's a damn shame that you can't.
1: You, know, you just can't whip out your dang you can't dong. just go at work. Yeah. I mean, just put yourself at your own place of work, Mike. Are you going to be able to stand in between cubicles and just start laying pipe? No.
0: If there was a drain there... No!
1: <laughs> I don't know what we're doing! What are we doing?
0: No, no. I'm that's, just... that's different
1: because there are a bunch of guys there, so it's okay. <laughs> just start whipping out
0: your dang dong. So do we think he's going to... If he's going to throw the medical condition out there, the alternative is, I guess, he can't make it and he just pees his pants. Yeah. So you'd rather be next to the guy who smells like pee all day or he had to kind of glance at his wiener for like a second?
1: Oh my gosh. I I don't know how many how much more clear I can say it.
0: Have you smelled pee?
1: How is this really solving the problem? I'm going to pee on the floor. All right. I'm going to pee where everybody's (laughs) going to walk. Mike, I can't make it any more clear, my opinion on this. You don't whip out your ding dong at work. We're moving on. (laughs) How could you possibly? If he has this condition, what was he doing that kept him away from the potty?
0: Come on. He wasn't prepared. Like he was really putting in a hard shift.
1: This sounds like the attorneys put this together and were like, Oh, we we could say you don't need, you know, doctor approval to acknowledge you have this medical condition. Like that's what that feels like to me. I, I I don't want to sit here and play. Well, what if I was about to pee my pants and my choices were pee my pants or whip
0: out my ding dong at work? That is not the the question I asked. That's a, that's a different question. I asked, would you rather see your co-workers dig down for a second or stand next to him while he smells like pee? Totally different scenario, man. All right. I'm Do not I empathizing. Have- Listen, I'm not empathizing with Sabaka. I'm <laughs> empathizing with the guy who saw it. The dilemma that went through his head. But isn't that
1: the problem? It wasn't his choice. Sabaka was like, I'm gonna whip out my ding dong. I don't care who's around. I I guarantee he didn't take inventory and go, "Is it clear? <laughs> all right, woo!" Like all right. So this is the
0: last question on this topic, man, because it's a I serious. I can't
1: believe one. we've had more than.
0: Did the Ma- Red Wings fire him because uh, it's more politically? Thank you, Derek. Yeah, Derek's on your side. There's one. Ace's got a cute little side. doggy. Yeah, thanks, Ace. Uh, I think that's four times. Um. Do you think that the Red Wings fired him because um, it would look horrible if it got out that they let some aged, old, white employee uh, have his penis in front of other employees? Which, when you phrase it like that, sounds really bad. Not a guy with a medical condition having a, have an emergency urination, right? Or are we going to find out this is like, I mean, he's been there for 50 years and they must know about this condition. Is it that it's just you know what we've had a we've had enough we've given you stern warnings and you still keep doing it you're done so do you think it's like a repeat thing where this is the last straw or more of a PC move because we it's 2022 um, one of our commenters said it I think three comments ago you it's no you can't
1: I think does it have to be PC To say that you fired someone because they whipped out their ding-dong at work?
0: Yeah, but you're phrasing it like uh, the prosecution. As the defendant, the defending attorney, I would say he had an emergency. Yeah, don't drink even more, Sabatka. Put that water away. I'm thirsty. Have a a saltine. (laughs) So a guy with a medical condition. All right.
1: I'm drinking, look, I'm drinking 64 ounces of water to see if I can make it through this podcast in honor of Al Sabatka yeah. and not go pee.
0: So a guy with a, an I'm older sorry. gentleman, an older gentleman <laughs> with a medical condition has an emergency urination situation. He's not going to make it 60 feet. So there's there's a hole. I'm going to pee in it. I think he's got to go. Do you think that he wins this lawsuit? No. Even with the medical condition. <coughs> Would Saul Goodman win this case? No. For the defendant? No. Wow. Go ahead and ask me.
1: Ketzel says, bet you that water bottle is so <laughs> 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 Um So the two guys that agreed with you, Mike, also said... It's got to be a repeat thing. And well, Derek said it's got to be a repeat thing. A yeah. Serious, I, in all seriousness, yeah. I doubt it was the first time.
0: Um, this lifelong employee, I don't think it was a one-off, crying, screaming emergency. You know, they just, there's yeah. There's your pick. Uh, you said do, do do they
1: win? I think I think this is it. I think it gets settled, and it's probably because he's got you know a thousand years of service with the Detroit Red Wings. Um, and they don't, they don't, like, there's, they don't want this to just keep coming back out in the news. Like, I think that's in, that's in both of their best interests, that the last thing that- It'll settle, it'll settle quietly. Is, yeah. Ding dong, whipping out in, and uh, peeing into pipes. And
0: anybody else question what
1: pipe he was peeing into? Because, I don't well, know about Well, if it's the you, same but- bodies,
0: it's, a, I imagine it's where the, the water gets drained out, right? When it melts? Oh,
1: okay. Well- all right, <laughs> I just I, I went into some gross places. All right, well, <clears throat> we have some other news to talk about for the wingdings. I'm gonna just keep using wingdings now that we've used ding dong, but <laughs> twenty <laughs> times too many on this episode. Um. All right, yeah, the 2022 NHL draft lottery lottery is gonna take place on May 10th. Be held remotely for some reason. That's important for you, the fan. Um. And of course the draft will be on July 7th and 8th. So Mike, right now, I think we're sitting at nine. We have a five percent shot. Number one pick. How's that feel? Um. <laughs> I've never heard an um that meant more, <laughs> more story attached to it. <laughs>
0: Um, um. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> here, do uh, do something for me. Um, yeah. I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. On uh, every Tuesday, we play, and just get a hundred sided die, uh dice, and uh, just just roll it like ten times. Roll it a thousand times, and see how many times you get <laughs> one through five. <clears throat> Ninety five other numbers on that dice man not not too good myth.
1: yeah <laughs> appreciate that look yeah. like it took you that whole time all right um so we're looking at the standings. yeah yeah we're looking at the standings right now um I, I do this every time one two three four five six seven eight nine i was right nine um we said it's 70 points 77 games
0: you know what, let's submit a uh, make the NHL website better uh, comment because can we also have the reverse standings? Like, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired of counting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Should We should put Arizona at the top. I think if you flip it, actually, it does still say Arizona's 32. So we're we're in the same pickle uh, when yeah. we try to filter it and uh, reorder it. But, um, yeah, I, I – I guess this is kind of good news. Uh, it's now we have a date. We are, what, it's April 20th now. Um, we've got one, two, almost three weeks, Mike. We'll be there. Three weeks away from our fate being sealed.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, it, uh, it at least gives us more content, right? We'll know which draft picks to start talking about. Do we need to spend actually you know what if we get i'm gonna be kind of sad if we get pick number one for this podcast <clears throat> because then we have to spend two months talking about shane Wright. because i'm not playing that game that you see right now for the detroit lions of like well what if we traded back eight times and then drafted a bunch of quarterbacks i'm not doing that we're not gonna woodward sports network this podcast <laughs> we're not gonna do that bullshit Um, yeah, if, if we end up getting the first pick, we are only, only discussing Shane Wright on this podcast till the draft happens. And I know a lot of you are thinking right now, he's going, oh, he's a bust or he's definitely fallen back. Yeah. But he's, he's also definitely going to be drafted number one in this draft. And I, I, I can't, we're not gonna, we're not gonna waffle on it. I think, um, we've talked about it for a while. Um, so for the sake of this podcast, all of you, uh, pray that we don't get the first pick so we have something interesting to talk about. Because if you get pick 9, 10, or 11, I mean, you've got – you can at least have fun and talk about Shane Wright for a week, right? But then you, you've you got all of these other situations you can build. I, I was looking at a podcast from a year ago. We were we were uh, shown a projection that uh, Jesper Wallstadt went number one so you can, you can play with that draft pick and have as much fun as you want. Uh, but if you get the number one seed, you pretty much only have one guy to talk about. So um, everybody cross your fingers that we don't get the number one pick and that uh, this podcast, we have about 20 different prospects to talk about for two months instead of just <laughs> instead of just the one.
0: Yeah, it'd be really exciting to get to hear me uh, butcher the last name of, you know, the 10th best guy in the draft. So that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> i'm looking forward to that
1: um so yeah i guess there really, i really i put this as like a show topic but i guess there really isn't too much to to go over and dan confirms for us not only 10 a 9 10 and 11 but uh first and second are our uh, our choices that are up for grabs uh derek says i'll be okay with boring content if we get shane right <laughs> <laughs> uh ketzel how do we feel about connor geeky uh ketzel that's coming. We can't, we're not giving away content later. You've got a week. We don't You're gonna have to listen to yet another we're gonna, we're gonna episode. Nothing, we're going to yeah. have nothing to talk about for two months, but the draft. So we can, <laughs> no, I mean, Connor's right there. Right. I mean, that's, that's one of those solutions where it's not going to figure it out right away for us, but, um, we're gonna get somebody that we hope will fit into that top six. Um, I guess really, you're looking at the second line at that point. Are you Are you thinking he's gonna be better than Dylan? Um, I I don't know if I've seen enough to man. say that, but um, man, yeah. yeah. What
0: are you doing? Oh right, why milk the cow that? when you <laughs> can right. eat That's, the cheese for name free? Name
1: it, Stop asking questions. You you did it. <laughs> um, Crimson Shadow says. Why bother talk about anything? Because, like Demex <laughs> says, trust the eyes plan. are playing. So,
0: trust your beard.
1: Matt, you're is pronouncing
0: that... it wrong. Crimson wrote it beautifully. We got it. Trust ears <laughs> <as> your beard. <being." laughs> Crimson, that was my favorite comment, and you also have a really nice thumbnail. That's really cool. Um.
1: All right, what else is there to talk about? I think that's it. I think we can wrap up.
0: Yeah, we're we're pushing the hour mark, and a little bit of a lighter, you know, news week. And I, I stretched out way too many threads about PP. So
1: yeah, there, there were there was probably four too many questions about uh, Sabatka. But um, you know what? That's what we do here. We we find a, a conversation topic about PP, and we we uh, we pull it out. We we stretch it as far as we can. anyway uh everybody thanks for tuning in if you have a second hit that like button uh at the uh on the page there subscribe if you are uh new to the show and you had a little bit of fun talking about el sabatka's pee. -pee. and um yeah if you have a second uh hit us up on apple podcasts subscribe rate review uh rate us on spotify does us the most good and then of course we have uh brothers of and you could hit our uh, the shop button on the homepage and pick up some Red Wings red gear um, but yeah it was good uh, talking to all you guys I uh, had some fun today and uh, everyone don't pull your ding dong out at work what an easy rule to live by and you'll keep your job for the, you know as long as you're good at it alright <clears throat> Mike let's sail off in the sunset everybody have a good one Bye!